science behind building general skills. How do you build general skills? Abilities that not only help you with a narrow problem, but ones that you can apply repeatedly to different problems in your life. Many of our goals, whether it's to become a better programmer, a savvier business leader, or a more original artist, are of this type. The bad news is that breadth is hard. General skills tend to be built out of many specific ones. Understanding deep ideas can help, but these too often depend on a lot of invisible tacit knowledge to apply correctly. The good news is that if you're prepared to do the work, there are better ways to learn and study that make breadth more likely. The narrowness of acquired ability. Earlier theories of mind suggested that it was composed of a handful of separate faculties. Things like reason, language, and attention. These, it was assumed, were like muscles, being strengthened by any kind of activity they would lead to better thinking. This theory of mind manifested itself in formal discipline theory. This led to the view that learning Latin and geometry were important, even if few students would use these skills in their lives, because of their formal character, they acted as the ideal dumbbells for mental strength training. In 1901, Edward Thorndike showed convincingly that this view was false. Training on one task didn't help much with training on dissimilar tasks. He formulated a view known as identical elements theory that suggested that in order for training in one skill to apply to another, the two problems must share common elements. General skills, in other words, don't exist. Thorndike's critique of formal discipline was correct, but his replacement theory wasn't right either. Identical elements assumed that it was the surface characteristics of a task that needed to match it. A person hearing a problem that they previously saw written, therefore, would be unable to solve it. In taking down a false theory of learning, Thorndike had ruled out learning altogether. What about ideas? What Thorndike got wrong was that it had to be only the superficial elements of a task that matched. A number is still a number, whether it's spoken or written down. Provided a person has the ability to see the correspondence, the problems 3 times 3 written in English and 3 times 3 using Arabic numerals are the same, even if they look totally different. A more sophisticated argument would then say that the problems that can transfer are those which require the same mental operations needed to solve them. These mental operations are all quite specific, but they can be abstract. So another way of putting this is that ideas still matter. An idea as a more abstract, general notion can influence your thinking on a wider range of problems than a procedure that you memorize. Research shows this too, with those being taught the law of large numbers and statistics, later applying it in different places and contexts. So is learning ideas then the road to general skills? This seems to be the reasoning behind programs that teach critical thinking or general problem-solving strategies. You might argue that my entire work of writing on this blog is predicated on this, as I'm also hoping to teach general ideas that apply to many cases, rather than just tricks for very particular instances. The power and weakness of ideas. So, learning ideas can help, but it's also not a silver bullet. There are a few key hurdles that need to be surmounted if a general idea will be useful. First, we need to be able to recognize the idea in different contexts, and this can be hard, especially if the contextual cues that ought to trigger the idea aren't obvious. Researchers have found that without hints, 
people tend not to apply patterns they learn in one problem to analogous ones in a different domain. Even the research on teaching statistics found that people tended to apply it more readily when the problem domain suggests randomness or probability. Second, we need to be able to modify the idea to suit our current purposes. So knowing an idea like evolution through natural selection doesn't automatically mean we can use it for all purposes. It takes a lot of work to apply to understanding how technology or culture evolves, for instance. Third, we need all the specific skills of implementation. And this is another way of saying that ideas are easy and execution is hard. The two differ because to make successful use of an idea requires a mountain of specific skills to implement it. Knowing what recursion is and knowing how to apply it to your next programming problem are not the same thing. Ideas help, there's no doubt about that. Without understanding an idea, learning general skills seems next to impossible. Indeed, the reason many investigations into transfer in schools have turned up so badly may simply be due to the fact that many students, even quite good ones, don't really understand what they're learning. Yet there's a risk in seeing ideas as an answer when they're really only the beginning. The easy-to-spot ideas in a field may really just be the tip of an iceberg of invisible tacit knowledge. Wanting to acquire skills that float freely of any specific use, we may end up making ideas that are detached from all uses. How do general skills get built? So despite this, general skills do seem to occur. People develop expertise that allows them to solve a wide range of problems. How does this happen? Well, a simple answer is that general skills are constructed out of narrow ones. The chess grandmaster has an enormous library of patterns in chess, and this gives her the ability to reason about board positions she's never seen before, owing to their similarity to past games. In my own book, I documented how Richard Feynman, whose intuitive feats in math and physics were often deemed to be magical by his colleagues, nonetheless is an example of this process. His own description of how he solved difficult problems always pointed back to his extensive library of patterns in math and physics. There seem to be a few keys, then, to acquiring more broadly useful skills. First, breadth comes from specificity. All general skills are built from large libraries of more specific knowledge and procedures, so there's no shortcut to expertise. Two, deeply understanding ideas helps. While it's not a panacea, Deeply understanding more abstract ideas extends the useful range of your knowledge. But this only works if you really understand it. Three, visible knowledge is built on invisible skill. The ideas and facts you can easily point to themselves depend on skills which are much harder to spot. Even the skill of recognizing where an idea applies and modifying it for your purposes are not trivial. Four, Practice in a range of real situations. Because much important learning is tacit, learning general skills means facing a large variety of situations that require their use. When learning is confined to a single domain or context, it will be unlikely to leap beyond that in later application. Ultimately, the generality of the skills you want to learn is itself a question of cost. Sometimes not learning something is okay too if it helps you get closer to your goals. So when learning Chinese, for instance, I decided to learn to recognize characters, but not handwrite them. To this day, I can't write from memory, but I've been able to read a number of books. 
it's often better to begin with specific applications and then broaden your skills as you need to rather than conceive of them in the widest possible terms to start. Soon, I'm going to be reopening my course Rapid Learner for a new session to help give you ideas and practical suggestions to improve how you learn. If you're interested in joining to find out more about this and other strategies I have for learning, I suggest going to www.rapid-learner-course.com and join our waiting list. Thanks for listening to this episode. More episodes like this can be found by searching for Scott Young Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on most other podcasting apps available on your smartphone. If you've enjoyed this episode, please consider rating my show as it helps other people find out about it. More of my work can be found on my website at scotthyoung.com.